You are welcome to a great moment in destiny. God is about to speak directly to you and the message coming right up is crafted by heaven not just to challenge you but to align your destiny. As you embrace divine instruction, expect that God's word is bringing about revival, healing, restoration and transformation to your entire life. With faith in your heart and great expectation, join me and receive God's word through his choice vessel, Apostle Goodheart Obi Ekweme. Isaiah 40, want to read two verses, King James Version, and I'll read the New Living Translation, same scriptures, Isaiah 40, 1 to 2. Glory to God. Comfort ye, comfort ye, my people, saith your God. Speak ye comfortably to Jerusalem. Hmm. Speak ye to you comfortably, who is on this service right now, and cry unto her that her warfare is accomplished. That means it's over. That her iniquity is pardoned. For she has received of the Lord's hand double for all her sins. I want to read from the New Living Translation. Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem, put your name there, to good heart, to logic, to the body of Christ, to the nation of the world, comfortably. Tell her that her sad days are gone, and her sins are pardoned. Yes, the Lord has punished her twice over for all her sins. Her sad days are gone. The warfare is over. For an assignment this morning, or this night, wherever you are in the face of the world, from warfare to victory through praise. From warfare to victory through praise. Join me as we treat our Father in a brief word of prayer. Our Father and our God. It is really unto you that we we'll gather again today across the midst of the world. We thank you for the open heavens we enjoy in the moment of praise and worship. We are grateful for your presence that is evident, pervading the atmosphere in rooms and living rooms and bedrooms and offices. Lord, I beseech you again to take a glow of fire from the altar of heaven and on the lips and the tongues of clear of the seven stone of yours that I will come to your people with nothing but a word from the Lord grace. And it's good beyond my study, contemplation as we expressly thus said the Lord. We'll ask always give you the praise as you edify the body of believers, glorify Jesus and terrify devils. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we have prayed. Shout out, big amen. Amen. Well, reach out to whoever is with you in that home, that family, tell them from warfare to victory through praise. Praise God. Dearly beloved, in the course of the week, the Lord quickened this particular scripture in my heart. I believe it wasn't a word only for me, not only for our local assembly, Roger, but I believe as it were, is a timely word for the body of Christ in the season we are and in the season we are coming into because our warfare is over. Truth be told is that for many people in the past few weeks and have months of their lives in this year, 2020, you've been engaged in one kind of warfare, one kind of battle or the other. 
especially with the arrival of so-called COVID-19. But thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus. There's a guarantee for victory as long as you are a believer and you stay in Christ where you belong. Many people, you know, have had to have dealt with all kinds of things in this season, but in different ways. Many have fought like they never fought before. Fought mentally, fought emotionally, fought psychologically, fought concerning their marital destiny, fought concerning parenting, all kinds of things have been thrown at people in the past few weeks. But the beauty is, I believe strongly that this is turning for a testimony for you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You may not exactly know what the future holds because you don't know the end from the beginning. You're not Alpha, you're not Omega. There's one who's called the Alpha and is called the Omega. So he knows, but only does he know the end from the beginning. He has foreordained the end from the beginning. He's one who never began at the beginning. It was before the beginning he was. He was. He never ends at the end. He exceeds the end of any matter. So he doesn't only just know the end of the matter, he has predetermined the end of the matter. Praise God. So as a child of God, you may not know what tomorrow holds, but if you're really a child of God, you know the one who holds tomorrow. Bible declares in Hebrews 1 verse 3 that our God opposes all things by the word of his power. He opposes all things by the word of his power. He knows the end from the beginning. That's your God. That's your Father. So I want to declare to you, as the Bible declared three, six, five times, fear not, don't be afraid. Fear not, don't be afraid. Declare, I will fear not. Why would I fear? I know the one who holds my future and my tomorrow. Absolutely no need to fear. Bible declares in John 16.33 hmm. These things have I spoken unto you that in me you might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation but be of good cheer. That means rejoice, be glad, be excellently glad. Why? I have overcome the world. Can somebody declare Jesus has overcome the world. He's overcome the world. He's got the aces. He's got the keys. He's got the keys that unlocks your glorious future. He has overcome the world. There is no test, no trial, no tribulation, no trouble, no temptation that you're facing right now that's not considered as part of the world. And he has overcome the world. He holds the key of victory, not against you, but for you as his child. That's why the Bible calls you one who's called more than a conqueror. Hallelujah. Beloved, as believers, we must learn that we live, walk, and operate in this life by faith. By faith. By faith. Second Corinthians 5 says that we walk by faith and not by sight. By faith. By faith. By faith. We live by faith. We walk by faith. We make advancement by faith. We make progress by faith. We win by faith. First John 5, 4. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory whoa, that overcomes what? Not just 
your test, your, no, overcomes the world even our faith. So your faith is a world overcomer. What can you be going through today that is not considered as part of the world? Hallelujah. Your faith is a world overcomer. Beloved, from scriptures, we see that the path of the righteous, the path of a just man, shines continually whoa, brighter and brighter even unto the day of perfection. Hmm. It, it means that today is the least of your shining. Proverbs 18. The path of a just man has an unending brightness, unending shining from grace to grace, glory to glory. What does that mean? It, it means today is the least of your days as well by way of the, 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 the excellence of your shining. Because God says your pathway is laced with brightness of shining from glory to glory. I, I don't know where you are, what you're experiencing, what you're going through, but decree and declare like a believer who means it. It's getting better with Jesus. It's getting better with Jesus. Irrespective of the circumstance and the situation around it, it is getting better with Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bible declares in Job 8 verse 7, Though thy beginning was small. Is that a word for somebody? How did the year begin? Where are you now in the year? Though it was small. Listen. Yet thy latter end should greatly increase. Right? So we must never be afraid to start small. We're not, we're not afraid to, to, to be in a place where people consider it to be small. For the saint, for the just. Though it was small beginning, we have a guarantee that the latter end, what? Shall greatly increase. Now, I want to challenge you. The big dreams and the big vision that God placed in your heart as you cross into the year 2020 and, and, and storms hit you in between, in between, and you're about to give up on your dream. You're wondering, can this still come to pass? I've lost some time. I've lost some week. I've lost some years. That devil is a lie. Listen, listen, listen. He said, your latter end should greatly increase in respect of your now. It's getting better, getting sweeter, getting brighter. What? With Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are sure that walking with the Master guarantees us of an enviable and a glorious future. Dearly beloved, it is so important and critical to mention to you that as a child of God, very important, you and I are caught in the middle of an ongoing battle between the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of light. One service of old son many years ago said that in the realm of the spirit, there are no demilitarized zones. The realm of the spirit is militarized. There's no militarized zones in the realm. There's constantly militarized. In other words, once you are born again, you're caught in between an ongoing battle between the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness. You have to understand that. And if you to understand this, will make a child of God unnecessarily so an easy prey to the forces of darkness due to ignorance. The Bible declares that my people, Hebrews 4, sorry, Hosea 4, 6, that my people, who the people of God, they are 
destroy unfortunately so for lack of knowledge so the lack of knowledge is not excusable but when you lack it you can easily suffer destruction praise and this hour i believe god is bringing some light our way regarding where we are where god is taking us to he spoke prophetically that the warfare is over praise god but it's also share with us now that as a child of god naturally so you're caught in between battles of the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of light very important becoming born again doesn't in any way exempt or preclude the saint uh, from fighting battles they inevitable. praise god this is why as a child of god you have to understand that in the midst of what you face by way of testing trials, what we call them, the Lord has gone ahead to make available all that is needed to ensure that we'll ultimately gain the victory. Second Corinthians 2.14 says, I quoted earlier, now thanks be unto God who always 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 means all the time wow what are you going through say always who always causes us to triumph in christ Jesus and makes manifest the sabbath of his knowledge by us in every place always means always glory to god so we must maintain the right perspective as to what we're going through by way of what we're confronted by and how to take our stance of victory. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Why is that so beloved? We are called to fight a particular kind of warfare only. Beyond that, you're not called to fight it. First and foremost, the warfare we're called to fight is called the good fight of faith. The good fight of faith. First Timothy. 6 verse 12. Fight the good fight of faith. Or better say, fight. Yes, the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. Whereunto thou art also called and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. It's a fight of faith. It's a fight of faith. Not just that, it's a good fight of faith. I seldom see where people call fighting good. <laughs> but you know what? In this case, it's judging good. Why? Because ultimately, the end is predetermined from the beginning. Many years ago, I put a sermon called It's a Fixed Fight. Hasn't left my father my memory. So we come to the understand that the battles God allows to engage in as believers, listen, is fixed with you as a winner. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can you look into your situation right now? Look into that circumstance you're dealing with right now. Emotionally, psychologically, mentally, uh, physically, in your health, whatever it is. Uh, concerning your children, or your academics, whatever, whatever it is. Uh, look into that circumstance and decree and declare, uh, this is turning for me a testimony. Turning for me a testimony. It's a fixed fact. Hallelujah. You may have taken a few punches, may take some more punches, uh, but when all is said and done, you'll be still hanging on your feet, and the enemy will not be allowed to count ten with your back on the wall or on the floor. It's a fixed fight. Praise God. Praise God. It's a good fight. 
Of course, the Bible says again that, our, the, 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 that we, we, we don't war against flesh and blood, right? We don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, uh, dominion, and might, all of that. So our wrestle, our fight, is not against fellow human beings or flesh and blood. No, 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 no. Your, your battle is largely spiritual. The enemy may use human beings as puppets, as instruments, but they're not your enemies. Your enemy principally is the adversary of the church, which is called Satan. Praise God. Praise God. So our enemy is not flesh and blood, but spiritual entities. We must learn how to deal with them. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Beloved, many want to be declared as winners, as victors, as champions, as those who carry the trophy. But no fight, no victor, no battles, no conqueror. So, for every conquest, there was a need to conquer something or someone. For every victor, there was a battle that was fought, and you were judged as victorious, right? So, 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 you can't have one without the other. So, the test are preparing you for your testimony, right? What seems to be uh, uh, a breaking point in your journey is praying to experience a breaking through. Oh, praise the Lord, somebody. I was said earlier, faith is the key to victory. First John 5 verse 4, for whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. So what overcome? So we see that every battle we face in life is overcomable through and by the instrument of faith. Faith can be in various, various degrees. There can be no faith, small faith, weak faith, strong faith, hallelujah. And our, our, our intent and our desire should be to grow our faith one level to the next level of faith. Because with, with the growth of faith, you're able to, to, to contend and to contain things at, at a level in this with a higher faith than you could continue with a lower level of faith. So if it's in degrees, it's like a muscle that you build. You feed it, you nurse it, and you develop it. You feed it with the word of the Lord. Romans 10, 17, faith comes by hearing. Hallelujah. So the way it comes, it comes by hearing, but it's exercised by us living the word we hear, acting upon the word, demonstrating the word we hear. So you receive the nourishment of faith by the words you hear, praise God, but faith is exercised. There's, there's no point feeling and feeling without doing any exercise. So you exercise yourself in the area of healing, area of your finances. You, you believe God and you, you grow in levels of your faith. You couldn't trust God for, for, for a headache or you could trust God for a headache but not for something more, more, more complicated. But as you grow your faith, what you could do today or what you couldn't do today, you'll be able to do tomorrow because the faith is growing. Bible speaks of exceeding growing faith. And the faith must be on the rise. Praise God. Hear the testimony of Apostle Paul as he wrote to his son Timothy in the Lord concerning his lifestyle of faith. 2 Timothy 4, verses 7 to 8. I have fought a good fight. See what again? What? A good fight. I have fought a good fight. What you are engaged in today is what? A good fight, not a bad fight. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. Hallelujah. I have kept the faith. Henceforth, 
there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but all to all them also that love his appearing. He's fought a good fight. He's finished his cause. Guess what? He has kept the faith. Three things. He followed the fight. He finished the cause. But he held on to the faith tenaciously to the very end. We must strive to fight the good fight of faith. We must strive to finish the cause that God has set for us as individuals, as a corporate entity, as a church family, as the body of Christ. Hallelujah. But also must strive to have kept the faith when all is said and done. Jesus said in Luke 18, verse 18, when the Son of Man shall come, speaking about the time of the end, shall he find faith in the land? Shall he find faith amongst men? That means faith will be challenged in the day and age we live in. We must hold strong to our faith. Remember, we'll walk by faith and not by sight. Glory to God. I want to share with you very quickly four important things to know about spiritual battles and warfare. Four. Number one, you need to understand. I inferred earlier that spiritual battles are common for every child of God. Now, come on. You know, I've never seen anybody apply to be tested or apply to go through challenges. Oh, I want to be tested. Oh, will you try me? Test me. No, no, no. They come as a part of a natural existence. He said, every man is tempted or tested, James 1, when he's drawn away of his own God. So every man is tested or tempted. Praise God. There's no body that is not tested. Once you are a man, you're within the region of going through tests. But, but, but whilst that will get you somewhat concerned, remember I said there's many victories as there are battles. That must be our focus. Our focus on the test. Our focus is the testimony of the victory. Praise God. The child of God can either choose to be aware and to be knowledgeable about the spiritual battles and therefore prepare adequately, right? Or choose to ignore the reality of these things and fail to prepare. And a failure to prepare is a preparation to fail, God forbid. Uh, so but when you are aware and then you prepare, then you are in a position to gain the victory when the enemy tries to strike. Praise God. Praise God. Beloved, the child of God needs a certain level of understanding of what is engaged in terms of battles to be able to adequately confront and conquer the enemy. Praise God. Praise God. It takes a certain level of aggression which comes out of knowledge and conviction to go against the, the, the forces that, that try to, 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 to limit, to hinder, to contain you. Because you, you have you have an inside information that strengthens you, that emboldens you to, to confront and then to conquer. Matthew eleven twelve says, And from the days of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God suffered violence and the violent take it by force. Since those days, the kingdom of God has only advanced through violent violence, through a forceful push. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
And as you study scriptures, the Bible tells us how it is we should resist the devil. Praise God. Whilst the Bible says that, but another dimension says, don't only just resist him, but resist him steadfastly. That is another level of intensity which we should resist. Listen, James 4, 7 says, Submit yourselves therefore to God, then resist the devil, and he will flee from you. So, submit to God, resist him, and he will flee. Okay, but look at 1 Peter 5, verse 8. It, it, it goes beyond just resisting to resisting steadfastly. That means another level of pressure as we resist. It says, 1 Peter 5, verse 8, please write, 1 Peter 5, verse 8, be sober, be vigilant, because you are adversely the devil as a roaring lion. He's not a roaring lion, he's ass. He mimics like one, right? Walks about seeking whom he may devour, who resists steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. What I, what I say is come on. Let's come on. Let's come on. Number two, to learn about spiritual warfare. We must know that God has adequately provided the saints with sufficient and adequate spiritual weapons to engage in and secure victories in spiritual warfare. In other words, our Father has not left us at the mercy of the enemy. You're fully equipped. You're fully defended. You're fully armed, as we say, armed and dangerous. Ephesians 6, 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Lebolosa. Put on the whole armor, not some of it, whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. That word wiles speaks of tricks, antics, and, and this. He has a bag of tricks with him. But he says we are to be fully armed with what? The armor of God. It behooves us to take some time to study what are these things called the armor of God? How do we put them on? How do we engage in his own armor? With that, we are unstoppable. And if you read that scripture, you see a catalog of the description of the armor of God. Our loins get about with truth. Truth is the first armor mentioned there. It says you shall know the truth, and the truth you know shall make you free. So truth is what anchors all of the other armor. Truth, truth, truth. The belt of truth. You know, in a Roman, Roman soldier's armor, the belt is what holds everything together. Without the belt, it falls apart. So it begins with truth. Then it says, put on the breastplate of righteousness. Praise God. Then your feet shod with the provision of the gospel of peace. Praise God. Above all, take the shield of faith where we quench all the fiery death of the enemy. Put on the heaven of salvation. Praise God. Then it says, take the soul of spirit where we are cut asunder the force of darkness. So when we are fully armed, we're fully victorious. What am I saying? God has not left us at the mercy of the enemy. You're fully armed. Praise God. Praise God. But it's our responsibility as believers 
to learn how to put on these arms and to know which one we're to engage with the time. Number three, to know about spiritual warfare, it's only fighters end up winners. It's only those who will show up on the day of battle that will have the victory and the trophy ahead. Remember, it's a good fight, it's a fixed fight, it's a settled fight, it's a secure fight with you in mind as the victor. So today, rise up. Don't give in. Don't give up. You can power down your throttle. No, no, no. Raise the bar. Raise the bar of your prayer life. Raise the bar of your giving. Raise the bar of your worship. Raise the bar of your of your serving. Don't give up. Don't give in. Hello? Quitters don't win. Winners don't quit. See, if you faint, you will not reap. But if you don't faint, you reap. Praise God. Number four. Very important. We have to learn that we are fighting from the place of victory and not the place of seeking for victory, right? So again, we fight from victory, not for victory. We fight from victory, not for victory. What does that mean? We're not looking for the victory. We have the victory. Why? Jesus fought and gave us the victory. Wow. Concerning any battle in your health, your finances, your mercy destiny, we take the stance as believers that we have already got the victory. So we're fighting from that point of being victorious to establish what the master has already made available and affordable for us. He paid the full price that we can have the full price. So with that in mind, you are bold and courageous to go in the battle and that you're fighting from the point of victory, not for victory. Praise God. So for instance, you're battling any kind of health issue in your body. You're fighting from the point where you know that you are already healed by the stripes of Jesus Christ. As one uh, Bible teacher of old puts it this way, this, you are not the sick trying to get well. You are the well, and the devil is trying to steal your health. That changes everything. Do you hear me? You are not the sick struggling with the devil. I want to be well. I want to be well. No, 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 no. But you are the well. And the enemy is trying to steal your health. Emboldened you to that and fighting to secure what is already mine. Nothing is lost. Praise God. The enemy is trying to steal what you have already. Praise God, somebody. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You know, the Bible says that the Lord has already defeated the enemy. Colossians 2.14. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Brought him out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to his cross. Having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. Wow. He made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. Romans 8, 37 address us as more than conquerors. Romans 8, 37. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. We are more 
than conquerors through him that loved us. It's interesting that uh, in the month of May, the Lord gave us a prophetic word to run with, counting it all joy, turning adversities into advantage. We've seen in the course of the teachings of this season that joy plays a very, very important role in securing our victories in the face of adversities of battle life. Somebody shout joy, joy, joy. Said moments ago that if, or uh, in the course of teaching, that if the devil will not succeed at taking your joy, he won't succeed at keeping the goods that rightly belong to you. So we must keep our joy. Our joy is a source of our strength. Nehemiah 8:10. The joy of the Lord, not your joy, the joy of the Lord is your strength. We've learned that if our strength be small, or if we fail in the day of adversity, it's a proof that our strength is small. Why is that? Our joy needs to increase. Praise God. It's not your joy that is that important. It's his joy, because his joy feeds your joy. His joy is the source that feeds your own joy. So it is his joy that is your strength. So when the Bible talks about rejoices, rejoice in him. Again, I say rejoice in the Lord. So we don't rejoice in ourselves per se, because we are limited as it were, but we rejoice in the Lord who is limitless. We rejoice in him. So rejoice in the Lord. Again, I say rejoice. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So joy is a major key to victory over adversity and spiritual battles. So in James 1, 2, 4, my brethren, count it all joy Woo! when you fall into diverse temptations. Somebody rejoices, somebody rejoices. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just rejoice when you see. You don't have to feel like rejoicing. Praise God. Rejoice anyways. Just always. So when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, something you know, that the trying of your faith works patience, but let patience have that perfect work that you may be perfect and entire wanting nothing. With joy is our strength. Another critical weapon of gaining and establishing spiritual victory is our praise. That's why I'm so thankful as we, we, we survey the 31 days of this month of May, we'll look back and reflect and see how good God has been to us. We must be very intentional and deliberate to celebrate Him and to thank Him for every of those days you slept and He woke you up, preserved you, protected you, provided for you. We must thank Him for every meal, every glass of water. It's not something we do religiously, but something we owe him. Because praise and thanksgiving is a debt we owe our Father. The story of the ten lepers in Luke 17, ten of them were healed, ten went away, but one got back to Jesus to give him thanks. So, were they not ten who were healed? Where are the nine? So he's always asking, where are the rest who failed to come back to say thank you? And today, Amongst people across the world, we are one or a part of the one who have come back to say, Lord, we're grateful. We're grateful. We've seen things in this month. <laughs> and as the Lord spoke, through adverse circumstances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? Through what was meant to be adversities for us in our family, the Lord turned them to be advantage. We could look back and say, Oh God, you've been there for us. Can you give the Lord praise for just few seconds where you are just saying, I bless you, my father. I'm still standing in the game of life. It's not over until it's over. 
as long as the breath of life is coming your nostrils, not over onto this book. Blessing for 10 seconds. Let's thank you. Let's thank you. Joy, praise. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your marvelous help over us as a global family. You follow our battles. You give us the victory. Lord, we're intentional. We're intentional. Who are we? But your help. Every day, all GDP preserved us. Open the heavens for all of our guidance, our sense of wisdom and service to give you the grace. We are grateful. We are grateful. We are grateful. We are grateful. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. So, this weapon of praise, what we want to close with the next few minutes. And I really wish we could spend some time after this to just dance and celebrate. Maybe when we're done with meditation, just spend the time where you are in your house and just celebrate. Put on a nice worship or pray, really strong praise song. You and your family dance and rejoice and just thank it. Stomp up the enemy and celebrate it and celebrate God's goodness in your life. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, praise we see here is closely tied to joy. Why? Praise is a natural flow from a heart that is joyful. Joyful. You are not going to be praiseful except you are joyful. James 5.13 Is any among you afflicted? Huh? Let him pray. So the answer for affliction is pray. But listen to me. Is any merry is any merry, James 5.13, is any merry, let him sing songs. So songs, singing, is from an outflow of a heart that is merry. Remember, a merry heart doeth well like medicine. A merry heart is a joyful heart. Proverbs 17.22. So a merry heart is a joyful heart. And, and, and what comes from a merry heart is, Father, I declare that I love you. I declare my everlasting love for you. So when you are joyful, you are songful or you are praiseful. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. So we cannot overemphasize the potency and the power of the weaponry of praise. Look at King David. He was a man of praise, but a man of victory in his conquests and battles of life. It was said in Psalm 119, Verse 164, that seven times a day do I praise thee. Help me, Lord, to be this praiseful because of thy righteous judgment. Seven times a day do I praise thee because of thy righteous judgment. He was a man of praise and a man of victory battles. Praise God. See, praise is one way we invite God into our battles. We've learned this before. It bears repetition. Psalm 22 verse 3. It says, The Lord inhabits the praise of his people. So when we sing and we praise and we worship, we invite him. When he comes, he doesn't take sides. He takes over. Uh-huh. This was what happened in Second Chronicles 20 when the Lord gave Jehoshaphat the, 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 the pattern and the, the, the modus operandi to bring him on the scene in battles. <laughs> so don't fight. This battle is not your battle. This battle is not your battle. Beloved, as we come into the month of June, can we spend the first few days in the month of June just more deliberately than before? Praise him and thank him. Praise God. Praise him and thank him. Because so, so, all I want to do is to gather the army to sing, to praise, and then ah, 
leave the rest for me because I will show up on the sea and the devil's sake for the Lord is good and his mercies endure forever for the Lord is good and his mercies and guess what he landed when he landed there was confusion in the camp of the enemy they began to slay one another can you imagine when your enemies actually not shooting any bazooka no bullet no AK for them on, on their own accord they destroyed themselves that's the power and the potency of praise it doesn't make sense but it is God what is praise got to do with my victory a lot to do with your victory number one is a way to invite God wow Paul and Silas in that jail access in verse 25 and billion hours they invited God into their prison yard and the rest was history so every man's bands were loose chains are cut asunder and they escaped the prison at no 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 charge whatsoever other than their investment in prayer and praise glory to god we, we know these things it's true but you see you see it's one thing to know these things one thing to have an adequate understanding of the import of praise somebody once said it is your understanding of a matter of a truth that will make you outstanding in that area of life so we must strive to constantly get understanding of the various subject matters in life in scriptures look at this psalm 47 verse 7 says psalm 47 verse 7 for god is the king of all the earth sing ye praises with understanding sing ye praises with understand not just sing praises sing ye praises with understanding beloved it begins with thinking that leads to gratitude as we say in one of our african programs only those who can think can thank the songwriter says count your blessings name them one apostle names that it will surprise you what the lord has done we haven't come to no more complaint or complaint of praise. We've come to sincerely celebrate him. We want us to stare in gratitude in our hearts. Because when we don't show gratitude, we can easily take our Father for granted. And take it for granted is a recipe for disaster to become grounded. But we are men who say, Lord, you have done all things well and left nothing undone. You've blessed our bread our water, you signify for more sickness, disease, and infirmity. We're grateful. We're grateful. We're grateful. What is praise? Praise is oftentimes defined as pure raise, as a powerful erase, because each time people praise God, they're guaranteed of erasing. Erasing. Erasing and lifting. It never leaves you the same way. Praise speaks of celebration, appreciation, thanksgiving. To someone, listen carefully, for something he has done, right, or something you anticipate he will do. Oh, so praise is something you do by way of celebration, appreciation, giving up thanks to somebody, number one, for what he has done, which is quite understandable, but number two, for something you anticipate he will do. 
So it's a double-ended approach. So we praise him because of what he has done, but we also have to learn to praise him to, as it were, provoke him to do what we're praising for. Wow. So your praise will be a seal of what is done, but your praise will also ignite what you desire to be done that you're praising him for. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. We praise him for many reasons. Why do we praise him? Number one is a commandment. Go through scriptures. We are commanded to bless him. So I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise shall continually be upon my mouth, upon my lips. Very importantly, very importantly, this one I want to close with this thought in mind. Romans 4, verse 17. Very importantly, that faith becomes for us the highest expression of our faith that we believe. We believe. We believe. Father Abraham exemplified that in Romans 4, 17. So as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed, even God who quickeneth the dead, and calleth those things that be not as though they were. Verse 18, Romans 4, 18. Who against hope believe in hope that he might become the father of many nations. According to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. Look at this. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead when he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. Look at verse 20. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, or not stagger, but was strong in faith. How? Giving glory to God. Wow. He was what? Strong in faith, giving glory to God. How? He was strong in faith. Listen, giving glory to God. So when we give God glory in the midst of our test and adversities, hello, our faith is strengthened. It's very popular. We began to talk about adversities, battles, da, 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 da. now praise, now we see here. When we give God praise in the midst of our test, what we do is we strengthen our faith. Praise God. So it was strong in faith, giving God glory. Praise God. Praise God. So no matter what situation or circumstances we find ourselves in today or through this year or beyond, we must learn if we're going to be strong in faith to what? Give him the glory. Wow. Give him the glory. Lord, I believe. Lord, I trust. When I can trace you, I trust you. When I can feel you, I believe you. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. You are the constant in the equation of life. You never go wrong. I may have missed it, I may have shooted, but you're the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Listen, in the equation of life, God never changes. You may shift, I may move, but he never moves. So he's never at blame. Brother, I said, Lord, what areas in my life do I need to realign or refine 
or recalibrate to come in alignment with you. Because he's waiting for us to come in alignment with him. With him. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. That word came strong to me within the week. And I want to read it again and proclaim that word as we pray. Because I believe whilst we have been engaged in some season of warfare battle, there is a proclamation over us prophetically, prophetically that our warfare is over in particular areas and instances. This for me was not just a question of preaching a sermon as much as it was declaring a prophetic word, I believe, that the Lord infused into my spirit. Isaiah 40, 1-2 again, from the New Living Translation. And please open your spirit to receive this word, right? Let the word turn your warfare into victory. And then you, you engage in praise at the same time, right? Comfort, comfort my people. Says your God, Kosovayande, speak tenderly to Jerusalem. Hmm. Tell her that her sad days, tell her that her sad days, one version says that her time of servitude, oh yeah, yeah, time of labor, time of time of toil. Oh man, you know what? This word is coming to us the last day of the fifth month. You will sleep and wake up into a new month. I'm expecting, I'm excited about what this season ahead was for everyone of us. You know, I believe there is a, 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 a marker in the realm of the spirit that is being uh, marked out to severe you from several kinds of battles you fought. I won't cross over to the month of June. I'm speaking to somebody on the sound of my voice. But there's several things will cross over from here to there. Wow. That her sad days are gone and her sins are pardoned. Yes. The Lord has punished her twice over for all her sins. Wherever you are, will you lift your voice and just thank him for being a good, good father? Can you thank him? Oh, yes. If it wasn't the Lord who was on your side, on my side, would have pulled out our hair, lost our minds, gone crazy. But the Lord who stayed the floods of the enemy. Whoa, Scopalande. If you're filled with the Holy Ghost, let's praise him in the spirit. Praise him with our understanding for just two, three minutes. People of God all over the nation, let's bless him. Let praise rise from our homes, our sanctuaries, our, our home altars. Let your children be seated with praising God now. Let's thank Him. What mercy is shown us as a global family? Somebody bless the Lord, bless the Lord, bless the Lord. Wow. Thank the Lord, thank the Lord. I give you praise. Go ahead. Let your praise be genuine from your heart. Remember, gratitude will lead to joy, and then joy will lead to praise. You are worthy of my praise. Hallelujah. 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 Thanks. Thanks. We give 
give thanks for all you have done in our life. We are so blessed. Our souls have rest. Praise God. We give you thanks. Our transmissions. Thanks, 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 thanks. Oh, we give you thanks for all you have done in our life. We are so blessed. I so I found a rest, praise God. I give you thanks, 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 oh, I give you thanks for all you have done in our life. Oh, we are so blessed. I our souls are found a rest, praise God. We give you thanks, praise God, praise God. We give you thanks, praise God, praise God. We give you thanks. Lift your hand for just one minute, beloved. Just bless the Lord for one minute, six seconds. Thank Him. Wave those hands from side to side, unashamedly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We raise our hands unto Him, not ashamed. So that we will all and everywhere lift up holy hands unto God. Let the lifter of our hand be as the offering up of the evening sacrifice across the nations. Lord, we thank you. We are grateful, we are thankful, we are grateful, we are thankful. You're the doer of every good in our lives. The warfare is over. Prophesy over your life. The warfare is over. I don't know what specific warfare you speak about or the Lord speaks to you about, but it is over. Black Odessa, a season of rest is coming. If you will lay your hand upon your head prophetically, I declare, I declare every warfare, panic is every cyclical warfare, cycle, the coming weights and cycles on this altar, on this day, as I'm giving thanks and praising Lord, they come to an end. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen and amen. You can't have real joy. You can't really be in a place to praise God sincerely and completely, except you have turned your heart and your life to Jesus. No man is safe in this life that is not saved. And no man can be saved without recourse to accepting the Savior. Jesus Christ is the Savior. John 3.16 For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever includes you will embrace him, accept him, will be saved. This hour, I want to join you with faith to talk to the Lord as you turn your life completely to Jesus Christ. I will do in prayer. And also believers on this altar who are sitting this hour, man of God, I want to also rededicate my life to the Lord. I want a fresh start. I want a renewed, revived start with the Lord. I'm tired of compromise. Maybe we did it here and there. Let's pray together wherever you are. Let's pray. Join me repeat this word from your heart. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I come to you just as I am. Forgive me all of my sins. 
Today, I open my heart as I invite Jesus to be my Lord and my Savior. I declare and declare that Jesus Christ is both my Lord and my Savior. I believe he died and rose again triumphantly in victory on the third day. Father, I thank you. I am bloody washed, born again, child of the living God. In Jesus' name. In today's Pentecost, let's ask again for a fresh baptism of fire to come upon our lives globally. In Matthew 3.11, concerning Jesus, that he will baptize with the Holy Ghost and with fire. The Holy Ghost and with fire. That happened on the day of Pentecost and the Holy Spirit still is hovering all over the earth because we're in the church age or the age of the Holy Ghost. Let's ask for a fresh baptism this hour. Will you ask the Lord? Lord, baptize me afresh. And for those who are born again, who have not been filled with the Holy Ghost at all, ask them to fill you up right now, wherever you are. In the comfort of your rooms, your offices, Holy Spirit, fill me afresh. I believe that you are a gift that the Father has made available to me after salvation. So I open my heart as I embrace you. Fill me up, baptize me with power and with fire. Samu ketikre balatikese, brokoto magnia with fire. Zeglos, krapa na religio language, ekro potuke to krapa tukro batukro balato bozia. Broko metu kopetu krap release mysteries. Broko lote kete, zukro balanda krapa taska bakatiko. Fresh fire upon my lap, let your fire burn. Everything not planted in my lap, kaputike sika brida botokata. Lord, we thank you. We give you praise. We give you glory in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. You have just experienced the preaching and teaching ministry of Good Heart Obi Ekweme, lead pastor of Revival House of Glory International Church, Rogic, and the apostolic leader of the Horn of Revival Ministry, a global outreach ministry mandated to carry the touch of revival across cities and nations. If you would like to ask a question, share your prayer request or testimony, or get more messages or books from Apostle Goodheart, please call or text 0805-223-4444 or email info at rogic.org. That is info at rhogic dot org also download the horn of revival ministry app on google play or apple store to connect with a variety of quality resources including rogic radio and our refreshing daily devotions to take you higher in life and for real-time ministry you can follow apostle goodheart on twitter the handle is at pastor goodheart and on instagram the handle is at Apostle Goodheart. Keep hearing the word of God. It will produce intimacy with your spirit for uncommon encounters on the earth.